pop culture. Uh, I'm going to talk about two things real quickly uh, because the let's see, it's uh, they're coming to an end. Um, I, I will get on a soapbox about late night TV no. at a future time. Not going to happen. Not not tonight. A future time. Uh, but I do want to say Craig Ferguson's coming to an end. And if you've never seen Craig Ferguson's late night, guilty. Get get on your DVR. Record this last. Uh, I, I think now last week. I think he he might have five episodes left. And uh, check him out. One of the most powerful moments of television you're going to watch is Craig Ferguson after his father passed away. Mm. He got on TV and he eulogized his father in the monologue. And um, that's a man-bearing assault. Uh, one of the other top moments of television you're going to watch is Craig Ferguson talking about his uh, alcoholism and oh. being sober for 15 years. And he opens up in front of a national television audience and talks about standing on the Brooklyn Bridge, I believe, and thinking about killing himself. But he was too drunk to do it. Um, so I mean, that's so he walked out there to kill himself, and he was so drunk he forgot when he got to the point, like the point in the bridge he was going to jump, he forgot why he was there. So he went back to a bar to drink. Is that pro alcoholism? Uh, no, it's it's uh, it's it's not pro alcoholism. <laughs> no, that's uh, but it's a powerful moment in television, and um, Craig Ferguson I think is is. Uh, how do I, how do I, he's uh, undervalued in yeah. a world that values the Jimmy Fallons and the fast moving and the, and the, uh, the late night TV that will get you clips on the YouTube. Uh, Craig Ferguson's not that. Although there's hours and hours of YouTube of Craig Ferguson, that's hilarious because Craig does something that is lost in television and that is he has a conversation. He very famously, and now it's almost, he does it for uh, comedy's sake. Whenever a guest sits down, he takes the blue cards that would be the questions, and he rips them up, and he throws them in the air. There's no questions, um, and that's the point, is he has an actual live conversation with the guest that's on his show, and it's not scripted, and it's not some gimmicky trick like Jimmy Fallon does. Nothing against Jimmy Fallon, it's just two types of late night shows, and I think in a country that's all about quickness and me and, and fast and funny, that we kind of skip past the late night host who who makes you think uh, and, and makes you work for the comedy and is not going to spoon feed it to you. Um, and in that sense, I would say that I enjoyed that the Washington Post, Washington Post critic who did her best of for TV said that Jimmy Fallon was one of her worst of. Um, Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show has become a cartoon of itself. Uh, he goes out there every night and he's like pandering to to a viewer um, which, yes, I get that that's what a TV is. Like, it's pand pandering to the viewer, but it's it's in its lowest lowbrow form um, in the sense that he has his guests come out and he, he has to get, like, they all have to play a game and it all has to be, you know, it's these two-minute clips of TV that's meant to be packaged so that it's seen online and going viral. And, and it's the same show every night. You know, it's just a new... Uh, uh, TV star or artist coming through. And so I'm going to say uh, Ferguson is a gem and we're losing him. And uh, Where's he going? What's he doing? He's, uh, so the timeline, uh, so what happened is um, the show Ferguson does is produced by David Letterman's Worldwide Pants. And David Letterman stepped down. He announced his retirement at the end of 2015, like I predicted on my blog. And uh, they'd opened up that time slot. And that time slot was uh, then given. It's uh, Stephen Colbert will be stepping into it. Um, I think March of 2015, 
and he'll be doing it not in character, but actually as you know Stephen Colbert. Um, and after that, it was announcement happened. Uh, Craig Ferguson announced that he was just retiring. Uh, he's been doing his show for ten years, and uh, it's a grind. And he wants to move on to other things. Uh, he's a stand-up comic. Uh, he's an actor. Uh, he's going to host a few game shows. I know that's what he's got next slated, and then that's for money. You know, uh, I think uh, you know I've read online, and people are quick to give him a hard time about that. But I think that's unfair. You know, like when you give an actor a hard time for being in a crappy movie. They're doing a job, uh, just like you and I do every day. We go to work and we do our job. That's their job is to act. And if someone's going to pay somebody $3 million to say some stupid lines, um, I challenge you to say no to that. I challenge you to say no to millions or hundreds of thousands of dollars to be goofy and uh, get paid. Because you know what? That money is going to get his kids through college, and uh, you would do the same thing. So I don't criticize actors and comedians for taking silly roles. Um, it doesn't mean it doesn't suck, though. Right, but I don't think Craig Ferguson is, it demeans him to do some game shows. It's easy, uh, it, it, it's probably refreshing him. Refreshing for him to go out there and uh, be on TV, and uh, impromptu, it's different. Yeah, impromptu stage, you know, impromptu stage for him to go on. Yeah. Right, and uh, I hope, hopefully he does some more stand-up. His stand-up specials are, are great. Uh, he's a few on Netflix, so uh, check those out. Um, and I, I'm just going to, yeah, that's it. That's my piece. I just wanted. to... I'll talk about more on Late Night TV. That's actually how I got into this whole business, uh, was talking about Late Night TV. Those my first few blog pieces were about that. Um, before we move on, I will say we need to get a woman on Late Night TV. I think it's it's 2014. How, why is it white men? All Tina white Fey. men. Tina Fey, all day long. Big fans of Tina Fey here at the uh, podcast. I, who isn't? Who isn't a fan of Tina Fey? I don't know if she'll do that though. No, probably yeah. not. She likes her. I think she likes her current role in the in the background. She's got young kids, I think, still. So, so it's probably nice to step back and if you're making money, making a living in the background, why not? You've Man. already you've already you've already had your uh, time in the spotlight, so you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's a grind. Yeah, it is. Late night TV is a grind. Yeah. Um. So yeah. You, uh, Craig Kilborn didn't he disappear in the ether? Is he still doing stuff? Yeah, but he sucked. I, I happen to like Craig Kilborn, but I'm I'm a Craig Kilborn and uh, Keith Olbermann uh, Sports Center guy, so you know I remember that back in the uh, yeah, but he wasn't 90s. he wasn't doing Sports Center. He was trying to do uh, he was a horrible late night host. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm talking way back, way back. Yeah, I, I don't mind seeing him on ESPN, but uh, I was referencing his days as a late night host. Yeah, that didn't go too well, did it? They were horrible. So is Craig Ferguson gonna go back to uh, the motherland? Is he is he British? Scottish. Scottish. He's an American citizen now. Wise, wise choice. He has a, actually a pretty sweet tattoo of the uh, the old snake on his on his forearm. The snake is our national uh, animal, or no? You know that famous uh, "Don't tread on me." The "Don't tread on me" yeah. with all the thirteen colonies connecting into one snake. Yeah, he's got that tattoo. Long time ago, because thir- thirteen colonies is still relevant in this day and age. It's, a, it's still a pretty sweet tattoo. You know, it's like good symbolism. Yeah, I think so. You know, you know. We've got 50, 50 states now, you know, maybe we want to talk about those in Puerto Rico. That's a huge snake. That would be, that would be a big tattoo that, you know, I think he's, uh, yeah. are you criticizing the tattoo? No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, United States Anaconda, you know, if you have to, I mean, it's a lot of states. I'm just saying, we need to get over the 13 colonies. That was a long time ago. In our, in our human lifespan, we need to get over the 13 colonies. But cool tattoo. And keep waving that yellow flag with the snake that says, you know, don't tread on me. I don't know who he doesn't wave that. He doesn't because I think that's used more as a Confederate racist. I think it's like a racist code. 
if you fly that flag. I don't know. If, I don't, I'm not going to go that far. But uh, I think any car that I see that has both the Confederate flag and the yellow "Don't Tread on Me," I I just assume that person's a racist. I'm not going to stereotype people, but that's probably a good assumption. That's why stereotypes are normally true. Yeah, stereotypes are genetically and uh, biologically there so that we uh, survive. That's you know? right. Yeah, it's, it's biology. You're running through the woods and you hear some rustling. You stereotype that uh, it's an animal trying to fucking eat you, so you run faster the other way. That's uh, The people who didn't make those stereotypes, they got fucking eaten and they didn't reproduce. And the people who did, they lived. They ran home and made a baby. We have digressed, yes. <laughs> we have uh, digressed. We'll get back on track by saying the other pop culture thing that's going away is the show Sons of Anarchy. This week they will be showing their last episode, uh, season seven. Yes, I am talking about the biker show based off of Hamlet, in which lots of people die all the time. And it is a male soap opera. That's uh, so, yeah, I am talking about that show. Um, just recently this week, they uh, Kurt Sutter, the writer and uh, creator of the show, he put together an anniversary book for fans to buy when the show was over. And in the book, they have the end of the show. And Amazon and Walmart decided that if you're an Amazon Prime member or a great Walmart customer, if you've pre-ordered this book, we're going to send it to you early because you deserve to get things early and now. So they actually shipped out a bunch of these books to people and the ending of the show's in it. And Kurt Sutter went online and he, I don't know how he doesn't get in trouble because he threatened to murder people. And um, maybe it's because he wrote a seven season show about bikers who just kill people. And Kurt Sutter looks like he's a badass that I guess if you look like that and you go on Twitter and you say, quote, I'll fucking put people's heads in baskets, uh, that people just uh, let that fly under the radar because he definitely threatened people on Twitter. Or he might have been a Facebook to us, but either way. He threatened people's lives, but I guess, uh, like I just, said... Maybe he just makes baskets and likes to put baskets on people's heads. I mean, you know, there's different viewpoints. I've never watched this show, so I have nothing really valuable to add to this conversation. Are we ever going to talk about cereal on this podcast? Because that's something I would like to talk about. Next time on The Lion Eyes. Cereal is produced by... Not us. All rights reserved, NPR, and all things considered. All rights reserved to them. Don't sue me. Thank you. Scott, I hope you enjoyed that magical editing I just did there. Enjoy this hidden gem.